Hello, Linehook Nation. This is Ray DeLucci with the Linehook Thoughts Podcast. Hope everyone is doing well, and I hope you all are staying safe. Welcome back to another episode, another week of the show, a solo episode today. But before I get into that, just a friendly reminder that every Monday I put out a newsletter. This newsletter is called Prep List Items. It is a three to four bullet newsletter that takes about two to three minutes to read. And I basically share some information on articles I've read, statistics in the food industry, gear recommendations and anything else that i find of interest you know doing this for over four years i've collected a lot of information a lot of things that i would love to share to my audience but like i'm not going to put an instagram post out regarding a certain like just a book recommendation you know that that takes up space it takes up uh, time away from people being put on the page so if you'd like to hear all these recommendations get all this great info go to linecookthoughts.com put in your email and hit subscribe every monday goes out prepless items newsletter uh, over a couple hundred cooks now have joined it, and it's really, uh, really been cool to put out and start within the last six months. So go check it out. Really excited for you to enjoy it. Also, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, please leave a review. I've noticed a ton of Spotify reviews coming in. So thank you all for listening. We're at five stars right now. Uh, but I would love an honest review from you, whether you're on Spotify or Apple. It helps me get better at the show, helps me know what you like, what you don't like. So if you're on Spotify, it's a star system, so just leave stars. But if you're on Apple, that comment at the bottom, letting me know what you liked and disliked is very, very helpful. And I do read every single one. So please feel free to leave them down below if you're listening on Apple. All right. So my episode today is going to be one that I've I've, I've talked about this a couple of times on the podcast. But, you know, New Year, something that I think is super important. And I think I've thought about it a lot lately and redefined a lot of this message. And that is the idea that you know, in cooking, selling yourself short happens so much. In the food industry, you know, we're taught to be humble, put our heads down and work and all these different things. And I think what we really miss when we're taught that is the idea that that's great in the kitchen, that's great in the, you know, research and development kitchen, that's great in the bar, that's great at the cafe, it's great wherever you're working. But where that hinders you, I think, is your career progression. So that's going to be my goal for the day for this solo podcast is to talk about that and kind of share kind of my experience and really why selling yourself short and being too humble is a net negative for you. I'm not saying become an egotistical ass at all, but when it comes to finding a new job, trying to get a new freelance project, trying to get yourself out there, being your best advocate and being the person that you can really champion for yourself is super important. I think so many people miss that. So that's what today's episode is going to be about. I hope you enjoy it. And here we go. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So I look back, you know, we've talked about imposter syndrome. We've talked about a, a bunch of different, uh, I would say, self-developmental topics on the program, on the podcast, and all very important. And I think today, the reason I talk about, I want to talk about this topic is I've had a lot of people in my audience, a lot of some friends, 
all reach out to me over the last few months um, and basically just kind of ask me my thoughts on, you know, looking at resumes, uh, applying to the jobs, this and that. Um, and for me, like, I, I love, you know, what I do. I love doing this work and I feel like I've really built a career and a life so far for myself where I just feel very happy and very sustained, you know, doing wine cook thoughts is one of like the best things that I probably could have ever done for myself. It's not my full-time job. Like I said, I'm in food manufacturing and I love that just as much, but just having those options and being able to go out and do my own thing um, with the podcast and writing and being able to just have something that's mine has been really, um, really beneficial and transformational. And so when I, you know, when I see, when I talk to people in the audience or when I talk to friends, they often ask me like, you know, what, what should I be doing when I look for my next job or this and that? And I really think that in, I, I get a little frustrated with the people that I talk to, not in a negative way on anything that they're doing, but I'll talk to them about what they want to do in their career. And they'll be like, Oh, well, I'd love to get to this position, but I don't know if I'm ready yet. Or they'll be like, I don't know if I have the skills yet, or I don't know if I'm, if I'm capable yet, or I don't know if I deserve it to get this position yet. I think we're really taught a lot in food about just being humble. You know, when you start in a kitchen, it's like, put your head down and work, focus, put your head down, do your job and make sure it's done right. And it's important when you start out in food to do that. You know, when you start out learning under someone, learning your knife cuts, learning how to do a prep list, how to, you know, follow a station. But as you start to advance in your career, you do need to attain confidence. And I think this is super important. And I think, and I will, I'll say this, like I, for a while I lacked confidence. And I remember one of my mentors, Ross, we were in the kitchen one day and I remember cooking and I remember I made a special and I, he tasted it before service. And he was like, you cook with no confidence. He was like, there's not enough seasoning. Uh, you kind of played it safe. And he was like, you need to cook with confidence. He's like, and I'll never forget. And I, I hold it to this day. He, he told me, I will always prefer a piece of meat or a dish that is over salted rather than one that is under seasoned because over salting shows that you were trying to put flavor in and that you you know maybe you were overconfident but at least you were confident enough to season it and it has flavor and obviously if things are salty they don't taste good but at least you seasoned it under seasoning and it just shows that you were scared to do it and that you weren't confident in your ability to uh, season that piece of food correctly or season that dish correctly and I've always kind of held on to that. And in the kitchen, it was confidence of putting out new plates or new ideas. I think every young cook struggles with that. But upon leaving the restaurant industry and going into the food manufacturing industry and, and then doing line cook thoughts and doing freelance writing and this and that, having the confidence to just bet on myself has been integral to where I'm at, what I'm doing, and what I do with everything, like all the work I do in my life, you know, look at line cook thoughts. I bet on myself every time I put out a podcast. I bet on myself every time I write a blog. I bet on myself every time I post something on Instagram. I'm betting that I am able to come up with something that you all will enjoy. And you can't do that without confidence. And I think we all secretly have confidence in some way. And I think that we all, you know, I think there's like dueling, I guess, conversations with there's half of us that is like, we, maybe we're not deserving and that's an imposter syndrome, which we've talked about before. But then there's the other part of us that was like, yeah, like we can do it. And I've really taken an approach as I've gotten further along in my career and further along with this project of saying, why not? Why not me? 
Why not now? And I really have a, a just just really focused in on that question. Why not? Like, why not? Why not focus on you know things that I find interesting? Why not put out podcasts and articles on AI? Why not get into food manufacturing? So many different things that I had to say. Why not? I think a lot of times because of how we're especially brought up in the food world, we're taught so many times to be humble, to be quiet, to just listen, to just learn. And that's all super important. But I think as you get in your career, if you're never then taught that, okay, you've done what you need to do. Now it's time to be confident that it hinders you. And I really, really think that's an issue. And that's why I wanted to spend the solo episode talking about it a little bit. Because there's so many people I talk to now that don't even apply to things. They don't even try to get a job at places because they've already determined in their mind that they probably won't get it. And I'll tell you, I'll apply to anything, even if it's like crazy, even if it's like way out there, I'll still apply because you never know. And I've gotten jobs where I've applied and I really didn't think I had a chance and I've gotten them. And I've applied to writing positions and projects where I was like, I don't have that much experience. And they've given me an opportunity. And you pair that with the fact that right now that the job market, there's so much in demand in regards to quality workers. And you all listening are quality workers. Like the odds are in your favor. When people ask me if I should apply to a job, I say yes. Apply to something. Even if it's scary, even if it's like you might not get it, let other people tell you no. And I think that's the issue. I think we tell ourselves no so much before we even give ourselves the opportunity to get out there and be told no, to be rejected. Rejection sucks. It's scary. I mean, that's a big reason why people don't apply to things or don't take risks in life. Rejection's terrifying at first. But as you apply more and more and you get more and more rejection, you realize that it's not personal and that there's just like timing for things and there's pla- there's a place for things. I think over the last two to three years with COVID, with you know, personal things happening in my life, I realize that timing's just as important as the amount of effort I put in and the opportunities available. Sometimes things aren't, things just don't line up. Sometimes things don't work out. Sometimes you put your all in and you feel super good about it and it just doesn't work in your favor. And sometimes, and I look back at the things that I didn't get like a year ago or two years ago in certain aspects. And I'm like, thank God I didn't get that then because I wasn't ready for it as an individual. I wasn't, it was, I, what I'm doing now is a much better opportunity. And where I'm at now, I feel like I'm probably more happier than I would have ever been in that situation. But at the time it sucks. And I think where people get caught is that rejection piece and they take it personally and they take it like, oh, I'm not worthy. You not getting a job, you getting laid off, anything in between isn't a indication that you're not valuable. It just might be that someone else was better suited to that recruiter, to that chef, to that owner. And that's it. And it doesn't have to be this big thing. And it doesn't have to be this very emotional thing. It's just the fact that you didn't get it. Let's move on. And so I've talked to a couple people in the community that have applied to like one or two jobs and they haven't gotten them. And they were like, man, I just didn't get these jobs I really wanted. And that sucks. Like I empathize with that. I've gotten so many positions. I have not gotten so many positions that I've wanted. I've gone through interview processes and gotten to like the very end only to be ghosted by the people interviewing. And I'm just like, wow, I really suck that bad. 
And the same goes for any other opportunity, asking for a raise, going for a promotion, everything in between. Let other people tell you no. Have the confidence that, you know, even if you don't get it, at least you tried. Put it out there. You know, on my left arm, I have Memento Mori tattooed. And I've done a podcast on stoicism, and some of you listening might know this. But on my arm, it says Memento Mori. And this simply means, remember, you will die. And I think over the last year, especially, I had a family member close to me that passed away a few months ago. And it's always been reinforced, this message. But even more so then, it's like, time is so quick. And like, life is so short. And I'll be here now in 100 years, I won't be and there'll be other people and we'll just keep going and going and like, like, we got one shot, right? And so I know it's cliche. And I know it sounds like some self self uh, de- developmental bullshit. But it's so like, that's how I see it. Why not me? And why not now? And why not take opportunities? I have one life, why not give it a shot? I think the biggest thing kitchens do to harm people I won't say the biggest thing. One of the biggest things they do in terms of like career trajectory is not being able to teach people how to be confident on their own. I think it can be very comfortable. I think it's very challenging to get into a kitchen and to get into a staff and to get into a restaurant. But once you're in, it's comfortable. You don't want to leave. You're with your team. You're with your brigade. You're with the people that you've worked 12, 14, 16 hour shifts with. And it becomes almost a comforting thing. It's still hard work. It's still challenging. But there's a comfort that that's the same. And I see a lot of people get stagnant. And I see a lot of people not growing. And I see a lot of people wondering if they deserve to leave that team or really being tied to that. And there's something to be said for if you have a team and you have a chef that you cook for that you really cherish and admire. I've been there. And I remember when I took that next step, leaving that chef, and thinking that he'd be disappointed in me, and he actually supported me through it, how great that was. And I realized that I might be in a minority. I know a lot of chefs will might shit on you on the way out, and that's just how it is. But at the end of the day, you got to do what's best for you. And it all comes from confidence. And it all comes from not selling yourself short. And it all comes from understanding the value you have. Don't tell yourself no, let others tell you no. So this issue of of lack of confidence, this issue of an industry of people that are not um, taught really how to forge forward, I think it's an issue. And it's why I wanted to do this. And I'm just here to say that like, I don't think it was ever like, a moment. I don't think there was ever a moment for me where it was like, oh, I'm just like confident. I still deal with like imposter syndrome and should I do this or that? But it's so much less than it used to be. And I think all of that happened over time by me just putting myself out there and pushing myself a little bit more than I probably would have if I just was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to listen to that voice that says I probably shouldn't do this in regards to like taking risks. And, you know, like, and I, I even hate that. I hate when people are like taking risks. In what way? I mean, yes. If you t- if you try applying for a job and it's difficult and you fail at it, I mean, you took the risk. And like I said, we're in a market right now that's so in demand. Like, you're needed. You're, you People want you in the kitchen. They want you in their companies. People is, is in such high demand right now. So go for things that you might think are out of your reach. Go for things that you might think are not, like, right in front of you. And just apply. And... Be confident in yourself. I mean, truly, like, I don't, 
it's just at the end of the day, I came to this realization that no one's going to be coming over for me. I don't have an agent. I don't, no one's going to be there and be like, all right, so Ray is, you know, skilled in writing and skilled in re research development and recipes. And like, no one's going to do that. I have to do that for myself. And that's what you have to do too. I think the biggest crime that can happen for you, for whoever's listening to this, is that you spend years, decades, honing skills, becoming accomplished, becoming a hard worker, becoming a good teammate, becoming a good friend to people, becoming great at your job, and becoming ready to take the next step. And, you're, and the biggest crime is not being able to share that. You owe you, all of the time you put in, all of the work you put in, you owe yourself to be able to communicate what you're worth, communicate why you deserve things, communicate why you should be confident in things. All the time spent being put in to work that you, all this, all these, the emotions, the late nights, the anxiety, the cuts on the fingers, the burns, the, all of that, all of that stuff you've put in, you've made that sacrifice, low pay, uh, sometimes not getting recognized for things, all this freaking work that you've put in. And when it comes time to try to get a new job or it comes time for to try to go for a different role or it comes time to do what you want to do, all of a sudden you forget that and you're like, oh, maybe I'm not that like special. And you have this track record of all this work you've done, even if it's like a year or two, like that is all that time dedicated. And you do yourself no favors. You do that person who suffered through that, who put th their dues in, who put the work in, you don't do them any favors. If you don't show up with confidence, you don't show up for yourself. And so that's the reason why I want to make this podcast. It's because I get so many messages of people like kind of asking permission on if they should apply to things or kind of asking permission on if they should do things. And you just, you yes, like you have to do it. Like you have to be able to be your biggest fan. You have to be your, obviously someone who is your biggest critic, but when it comes time to get to that next step, to get what you deserve, to get what you've worked hard for, you need to show up. Don't let, don't let your, don't let imposter syndrome and don't let your fear of not getting it, take it away from you. Be confident, put yourself out there. You owe yourself that. You owe yourself that. If you've worked so hard, you owe yourself that. And so that's where I'm at. And that's where, I mean, that's how I feel. I put work in, I'm 25. I started cooking when I was 15. I put 10 years in. I know there's people that have put in 40 years in. And I know I have a long way to go. I have a long way to learn. But I spent the last decade figuring out food, whether it be at a Wendy's, whether it be at culinary school, whether it be at a fine dining establishment, whether it be at a restaurant in New York City, or whether it be in a food manufacturing facility, like I spent the last decade of my life working in food and trying to figure it out, gardening, reading books, listening to podcasts, talking to people, staying late. I owe myself the right to show up and share that. Not like that's what I'm owed. I owe it to myself to show up and be like, I've been working for 10 years. I put this work in, I've done this on the side, I got this certification, I did this training, all of that. 
And so that's what I'm trying. If you leave this conversation with anything, and it's the reason I want to make this a shorter episode is I don't want to drag on and on, on you know, this topic because I think it's important. I think I pretty much said what I need to say. You owe it to yourself over the, however many years you've been working to show up whenever you're going for a new opportunity, whenever you're going to start something new for yourself, you owe yourself that. And you not showing up for that and you thinking that you don't deserve it or that maybe you're not ready or maybe they don't, they're don't they not going to pick you. All that's bullshit. All that needs to go away. Be confident. Apply yourself. Show up for yourself. You owe yourself for that. You did all this work for a reason. You know, you didn't sit there for four hours picking parsley for no reason. You didn't sit there peeling two 50-pound bags of potatoes every day into cold water for no reason. You didn't sit there scrubbing dishes when the dishwasher called out for no reason. <laughs> you know? You didn't sit there putting red plastic trays through the dishwasher at Wendy's for no reason. You did all that work, of course, to pay bills, of course, to have a life and to function in society. But because you wanted to keep growing, you wanted to keep pushing, you wanted to keep moving forward. That's how I talk to myself. I'm never owed anything. I'm not owed the jobs. I'm not owed a position. I'm not owed anything. But I owe myself the responsibility to show up. And I can dictate how I portray myself. And I can dictate what I've done and how I can share that. And don't go to an interview and be like, oh, I've done all this work and like I'm owed it. No, that's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is be confident in yourself. If you're not fully confident in yourself, at least have the mindset that you owe it to yourself to do it. Because like I said, you put in a shit ton of work and to not let that mean something is the biggest crime you can do for yourself. It's industry. It teaches a lot. It teaches a lot of great fundamentals, but I think where it really lacks is t- teaching people how to be their own best promoter, fan, person who they can root for. Like, I think it's bad at that. I think it's hard to do that especially when you're always told to keep your head down and work. So that's my thoughts. I hope this helps in some way. Thank you all for listening this week. And I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to hear if maybe, you know, and please email me at linecookthoughts.outlook.com. DM me on Instagram at linecookthoughts. I'd love to hear if maybe you're dealing with this right now. I would love to hear if you lacked confidence and now you have it and you just like look back and you're like, what the hell? Like, what was I doing? You owe yourself all this time you've put into this industry and all the shit you put up with to show up when you have opportunities and to be confident in yourself when you have opportunities and to root for yourself. When you're going for a next opportunity, when you're going to try to further yourself as a person or in your career, that isn't the time to be humble. That's the time to represent yourself accurately and in a way that shows that you are ready. So there you have my solo episode on confidence and not being too humble. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to this podcast. As always, if you are on Apple or Spotify, please leave a review. An honest review is all I ask, so please leave one on those platforms. Also, if you would like a weekly newsletter, I put out prep list items every Monday. It goes out to all the people who subscribed. You can go to linecookthoughts.com, top of the page, put in your email, hit subscribe. Every Monday is a short two to three minute read on some interesting information that I find weekly in the food, media, and industry space. 
And lastly, be there for yourself. Root for yourself. Have confidence for yourself. So at the end of the day, you're the person you have to count on the most. Do good for yourself. Treat yourself good. Focus on yourself. And put yourself out there. And yeah. Show up with what you owe yourself because that's the most important thing. Thank you all for listening to the solo episode. We are coming back next week with another interview. So I hope you'll tune in next week. And as always, I'll see you on the next Lines and Thoughts podcast.